recorded live from the lobby of the Lion Hotel in Adams Morgan, Washington, D.C. Full Service Radio is proudly supported and hosted by Simplecast, the easiest way for a podcast creator to publish and distribute audio on the internet. For more information, visit Simplecast.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another special edition of Industry Night with Nikki Nellis. I am your host, Nikki Nellis, and I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Um, it's been a it's been a week. It feels like a year, but it's only it's only been a week, and it's been really really crazy. Um, lots of us have lost our jobs. Um, Lots of us have family members who have lost jobs, friends who have lost jobs. Uh, all of us in the restaurant industry are desperately trying to find ways to help one another, help each other, help ourselves, and of course, be healthy while we're doing it. Um, it is some scary and strange times, and I thank you for taking the time uh, for joining me for just a little bit today. Uh, no surprise, I'm not in my fancy schmancy studio at the Line Hotel. I'm still in my pajamas, in my bed, uh, with the fantastic help of Full Service Radio and my producer, Jack Inslay, we're able to continue doing this show for the time being. And with me today, um, I'm very, very fortunate, Eric Martino, who is the Chief Operating Officer for Think Food Group, has been able to uh, get away from the chaos and the craziness of what is happening there and joining us on the phone. Eric, thank you so much for joining us today. Nikki, thank you for having me. It's 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 really a pleasure to, to be here and, and take a little bit of time out to, to to discuss exactly what we're doing. I really appreciate it. So I'd like to start, if you don't mind, because I feel like we always need to start with this with this chaos with to start where it started. So I'd love to start last week, if you don't mind. Um, Jose and and the Think Food Group was really one of the first large restaurant groups in this country, like maybe the third or fourth, to make an incredible change and and announce it to everybody. So can you tell us how you all came to the decision to to shut down a large portion of your restaurants so quickly? Well, yeah, I, I think it was, you know, just having uh, the, the foresight and understanding, you know, how dire the situation was and, and how it was becoming. Um, you know, Jose is constantly on the forefront of, you know, these things with his, his incredible work that he does at World Central Kitchen and with other NGOs uh, around the globe. And so, uh, you know, I've, I felt like he had a really good uh, pulse on exactly, you know, the next steps and kind of understanding what our forecast would be for this. Um, and once we started to see that, you know, it was it was really becoming an, uh, a serious issue. You know, he was on his way back from California and um, called a meeting, uh, you know, on, on Sunday morning and we kind of walked through, well, Saturday actually, and then we walked through the steps of what we need to do to understand that, you know, effective Sunday morning, we need to halt our business, um, and ensure that, um, you know, we're doing everything can, uh, in our power to protect, you know, our people, our, our employees, you know, our guests that they come in the restaurant and, and start the plan for what would become our community kitchens. Um, you know, at a time like this, it's, it's super uh, crucial that we, you know, continuously think about feeding our people, but this presented a whole unique situation and how we're going to go about doing that. 
uh, with the limited service that we could provide. So, well, let's know, we, talk about that I, if you don't mind, Eric. Because I mean, you guys made listen. We all know about World Central Kitchen. Uh, Jose Andres is out there, you know, doing so many incredible things. I've done a um, a lot of work with World Central Kitchen, but the ability to bring ThinkFood Group under that umbrella and pivot so quickly with these community yeah. centers, I thought was really astounding. So, how what are the community <clears throat> centers? Well. You know, first of all, I, I've got to, you know, we, we have a plan and, you know, we discuss what that is. And I really got to give it up to our operators uh, and our restaurants that, um, you know, really just yielded uh, to the situation and understood exactly what we needed to do. And, and we've just and, and, and that's what makes our group so successful is the people that are in those restaurants that are running it every single day. Uh, and the fact that we were able to turn this around, you know, they got it. You know, we really rallied uh, together. Uh, we were able to make this happen. So. You know, the community kitchens basically is uh, a takeout service only. Um, we have it only specifically um, that it's the exterior of the restaurant. And so what we have is a, um, uh, you know, a series of pillars that are six feet in distance. So that way, you know, if I could take you through like what the guests would see. So if I'm a guest, right, I would walk through um, the, um, the system and I would be able to, you know, be in queue that is six feet away from one another. And um, go through a line that basically has a very, very simple menu of, you know, three or four items um, that are nourishing, that are large portions. And some things are indigenous to what our uh, things are that that we have at the restaurant. Um, but it's also things that the chefs are making with the ingredients that we have available uh, for us as well. Um, so you're able to walk through the line. And, and one of the challenges was, OK, how do we do this in a way that um, that, you know, is contactless? That makes our uh, employees feel safe, you know, that makes the guests feel safe. And that was respecting the six foot rule uh, that was mandated by the CDC to make sure that social distancing was happening. So, you know, our marketing team galvanized together and, and created these really nice um, uh, type stickers that we put on the floor. We put signage up on the windows and we were able to partner with uh, GoTab, uh, which is a great uh, group that helps you. Um, do orders from afar by through a QR code. So if I'm a guest, I mean, full, I mean, I'm very well aware of GoTab. Yeah, um, you are. <laughs> yeah. So they're, uh, they are, it's interesting. You know, I think they were just to go off on a tangent a little bit. I think they were a hard sell for a lot of people in the restaurant industry. Cause they were like, yeah, I don't think I really need that. But in times like this, that product makes so much sense. Yeah, it really does. I mean, it's it's such a uh, an amazing resource to have um, to be able to create that system. You know that that is contactless. This is the world we live in now. So how do you still get our you know uh, amazing food uh, and great service through a way that's that's non contact? So they were really uh, amazing. You know, I spoke with their CEO on Sunday. We got the system set up. You know, our um, our our project manager, she was able to really put it together and get it live in all the systems. We had a meeting on, on Monday morning, got all the GMs and had just together. So they understood it. And we put in the QR code and then we had it in the system. We were using that in PayPal as well with a reader that stays about six feet away uh, from a person that's helping, uh, you know, organize and bag the food. Um so we're, you know, completely regulated when it comes to, you know, how we can uh, be savvy with um, getting people through uh, the line of the community kitchens. Um, and, and, you know, you scan the code, um, you, 
you have the menu comes up, you order it, uh, the order gets received, and then um, we put it in the in the bag, the payments received, and then you and then you move about your your day. And how are I think there's a you know the DC area I feel has um, sort of caught up really quickly. Like you know Saturday people were out and they were eating, and then all of a sudden Sunday people were like that was a mistake we we have to change the way we're doing things. There was a real uh, shift mm-hmm. pretty immediately in the DC metro area. But yet there are still people who like kind of poo-poo the social distancing. So I appreciate the stickers on the floor, but how are you, how is the staff, because this is a lot on your staff, you know, those that are able to do it, you know, to sort of kindly or with the hospitality that Jose Andre and Think Food Group is known for, be like, no, 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 six feet apart. How are you able to to do that? Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's bizarre to tell people to stay away from one another. It is when when the hospitality you know, hospitality is all about uh, a metaphor. Bring people you know? together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think, you know, it's just doing it with a smile. Uh, if they can, you know, if they could see our smile underneath our our masks. But it, but it's all about, you know, <laughs> You know, I, I think it's really all about their, their your eye contact. You know, if you if you know somebody has kind eyes, and I just tell my staff all the time, you, listen, you know, managers, you, you got to have kind eyes. And now, more importantly, it's it's ever more where you got to look somebody in the face and and, and have that conversation. Say, hey, I, I really need you. You know, folks, please uh, respect the the social distancing rule right now, where it's for your own safety. Um, you know, please make sure that you know you're staying six feet apart. And you know, and, and do it with a way where you can see your eyes smiling, I think helps with a proper tone, but it is a lot, you know, they, they've got to patrol it. Uh, they're not used to it. Um, uh, but you know, they're, they've really, um, the pivot has started to happen and now it's, now we've got it in place and now it's almost, you know, sadly become second nature. Um, but it needs to be, um, at this time. Well, let me ask you, um, a lot of people are, looking for ways to help. And I've had multiple people email me and say, hey, who's taking volunteers? So I'd actually emailed your team earlier because, you know, when you guys did um, a year ago in January when the government shut down, you know, I went in and volunteered for World Central Kitchen to help uh, feed those who were laid off. And, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm healthy and I should be out there helping people, which we both know it's not what people should be doing, but right. are you taking volunteers? Like how, how are you staffing everything and, yeah. and keeping that staff healthy? Well, we're, we're not, um, you know, we're not taking volunteers because we're, again, we're, we're trying to encourage people to stay home. You know, we got to flatten uh-huh. the curve and, and this is doing our part. We want people to only come out to eat if they absolutely need to. We, we, those groceries are going to run down at some point. And so if they respect this, you know, social distancing and, you know, they are healthy enough that they can come out and get it, but we definitely don't want any volunteers, uh, right now. Um, in fact, we're very careful. I mean, I float around the restaurants uh, a, a lot and, and we've got disinfectant, uh, a peroxide wash down that we have in, in place to wash, you know, our shoes off and, and part of our clothes before we walk into the restaurant to make sure that we are being extra careful. I mean, all of our staff wears masks. They have long sleeve shirts. Um, you know, we're, we're doing wash downs every 30 minutes. Uh, on the perimeter of the building where people walk. So we're being very, very, very careful because we know how sensitive the situation is. Of course, all of our staff is wearing gloves and washing their hands diligently with the, with the with sanitizer afterwards. But yeah, I mean, I, I wish I could say people could come in and, and help right now, but it's really just um, our, our salaried staff that is doing it. So mixed up of our sous chefs and, and managers. And right now we're down to um, 
a few of the restaurants um, in the in Penn Quarter with just Haleo DC um, and Zetinia uh, doing um, the relief efforts right now. And in, in addition to um, American Eats Tavern that are all three doing the community kitchens. And then the um, and then the suburban restaurants, Haleo uh, and Bethesda and Crystal City are still open as well from 12 to 4. So I think the best way to help is just come and support. Um, you know, we've got um, we're doing a TFG um, a Think Food Group Employee Support Fund gift card, uh, which is really important because, uh, you know, it, it's two really amazing things. You know, 100 percent of the proceeds are going directly to our employees uh, during this challenging time. Um, but, you know, they, they support them in two ways as well, our employees. You know, 50 percent of the proceeds will help extend compensation and their health benefits for our employees as long as possible. And then the other point that goes to these proceeds is that the remaining 50% will support the Think Family Fund, which is our company's nonprofit organization that provides the financial relief to our employees and families experiencing these extreme hardships. So, I mean, that's how you can help. And you can go there um, on the Jose Andreas website, joseandreas.com, and you can can help support that way, uh, which is really, you know, a big part of the other side of this thing is how damaging it's been to our industry. And our and our employee database and family uh, as you know alone. So, difficult. well, let's talk about the relief fund for a little bit because I don't get me wrong. I support it a hundred thousand percent, but almost every restaurant out there right now has developed some sort of relief fund, yeah. and you know I think in these trying times, people don't know what their salaries are going to look like in a sure. week. So the question is, is there some sort of thought process of people coming together? Like I know James Beard is talking about doing things and the Restaurant Association. I mean, is there some sort of either local or national group that's looking to like get everybody together so the money can go in a bigger pot, so to speak? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm in um, a lot of conversations with RMAW, Restaurant Association Metropolitan uh, Washington, on mm-hmm. what with our government relief efforts because you know we're expecting that to get some aid and relief and you know we're doing our own part on the local level uh, internally and then also you know throughout the district as well um, and then you know look into the federal um, government to help us out at, uh, in addition to get through this hard time so um, you know in addition to that the restaurant association is is um, plugging some things to really help um, you know, get our council members and, and, and folks and mayors uh, all involved in the same page so way we continue to, to help our uh, teams get through this, uh, this dire time. So there is a really, really big um, push uh, from our industry and lots of people are coming together. I mean, you know, everyone's posting stuff on their social media websites and their Instagram sites. I mean, you know, ways that they can help uh, sign petitions, you know, air, air kind of what they feel like should help um, to get some notoriety and how we can really get our you know, get our employees some aid at, at this time because, you know, what's happening in our industry is, is, is devastating. And it's, you know, from what we see, it's going to be a long time, a long road uh, until we get back to a normal baseline. Well, I, I don't disagree with you on that. I mean, just so, I mean, just to sort of throw out there, currently on the website, the list, com, we list absolutely every restaurant in the DC metro area that is doing any sort of to-go or takeaway or alcohol delivery because you can now get alcohol delivered and everybody should be getting it delivered. Um, so all of that is listed up there. And then on my social media, on my Instagram specifically, especially Insta story, 
I am just listing all day long, all the restaurants that are doing their promotions. So you can see all of that there. That's at N-Y-C-C-I-N-E-L-L-I-S completely as a public service announcement. Um, Also, I've let every restaurant know in the city that they can use my 40,000 plus list as a way to do free advertising. So if there are e-blasts, uh, for the restaurant tours out there who uh, are looking to further their message, um, we've already done some for we've already done quite a few actually with a bunch lined up this weekend and next week. But the more the merrier. I'm happy to get the word out for everybody. So um, that goes for Think Food Group as well, obviously. Um, well, just quickly, I also know the food truck is still working. Pepe, how is that? How is that working? It's it's actually not. We've we've grounded okay. it. Okay, you do ground it. Yeah, if we, we really can't pull out what we want to do with, with the respects to the you know uh, regulations that are now in place. We, we just felt like we couldn't pull that off. And so to keep everyone safe, we've we've kind of foregone uh, Pepe for now. Okay, and what about beefsteak? Yeah, so we're still doing takeout and delivery. Um, so uh, exterior takeout and delivery on Caviar, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Uh, full menu at DuPont and, and George Washington. So those uh, those are available. Excellent. Okay, so just one last um, shout out to these community kitchens and how the D.C. metro area can use them. If you can just walk us through it one more time, please. Yeah, so go visit uh, Haleo D.C. is Zetania uh, or American Eats Tavern in Georgetown. Um, and we're also opening if, you know, if you're, anyone's, you know, going to New York City, I don't know if you would, but we're also, you know, our Mercado large market. We're um, one in Spanish diner as well. Um, but uh, yeah, but you can go to any of those restaurants. Um, and you can get contactless um, uh, payment and get food uh, and help support um, the local community. We're also giving out food for free um, if those are, are in need and they're a little bit more dire as we continue to feed our employees for free. Uh, if you don't have the means for which you can um, pay for it, um, it's on us. We'll pay it forward for next time. You can also go there and pay for a friend as well. If you're in line and you see somebody in need, you can make a donation there as well. So we, there's a lot of ways that you can help. Uh, in, in this time of need for, you know, to help the restaurant industry come together and, uh, and get us through this, you know, really adverse time. Um, but we're, we're serving up great food seven days a week from 12 to 4. So um, come visit us and, and support your local restaurant group. Excellent. Eric, I really greatly appreciate your time. Eric Martino, um, COO of Think Food Group. Uh, with Jose Andres and World Central Kitchens. They have set up community kitchens around the D.C. metro area where you can go from 12 to 4 and you can buy somebody a meal, you can buy yourself a meal, but you are supporting the community and the restaurant industry. As many of you know, in and around the D.C. metro area, every restaurant has had to shut its doors, um, as have bars and uh, little markets. But They are all trying to do delivery and to go as a way to keep themselves afloat and support as much staff as they can. Um, Again, the list for every food food offering happening in the D.C. metro area is on the list, areyouwanted.com. I did talk with Kathy Hollinger just a couple days ago about the latest breaking news of what's happening, and you can download that on Industry Night as well. I want to thank you all for joining us today for just this quick special edition of Industry Night. We're sincerely hoping that we'll be able to do more to provide you content on what is happening in our region and for the industry. Thank you.